answer right away, by the way, because you did a weird delay last week and it fucked with my head, like, in terms of editing. So, answer, I mean, like, right away. Like, instead of doing anything else. It's only for timing. Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Oh, thank you so much for that, Aiden. Thank you for chiming in right away. Hey, um, uh, listener, if you don't say your name quick enough, it fucks with the editing process. Are you aware of that? I didn't know until today. For people that actually know how to do this stuff, it probably doesn't matter at all. I don't have a Coursera certification in uh, GarageBand, Luke. I'm sorry. This is like, um, like when I learned to navigate the rock cave walls without the flash hm as a kid playing pokemon mm. like, I, I, I Yo, you gotta just look for the subtle reflection with yes. like holding your game boy which is not backlit up to a light and you can kind of see a little different shadow of the pixels when you're hugging the wall and then you got to treat it like you're doing a rudimentary like puzzle as a kid trying to find your way through the maze puzzles yeah. and you're yeah. like if you just follow the right wall the whole way you'll always find the end right and that's the thing it's like um it's like you got you get the right answer but the math isn't correct i do that on a lot of things so again that's how i sync up the timing in my very simplified version of editing a podcast uh you would have been a shaman right away or a witch doctor in a former life that'd be cool um i i i think that any form of doctor that involves witches uh is probably the sexier version right yeah like like Historically, witches have always been depicted as sexy. They're beautiful. And yeah, we don't never even like a, spell. a. We don't know if that's how they really look. Never with crooked noses on a broomstick, long straw-like hair. Oh, you're thinking of like Wicket. You're thinking of like Wizard of Oz witch. I'm thinking of like Hermione. I'm thinking of like fucking what's that place in old England? Old, old, old fucking london New england no oh you're talking salem about salem shit. i'm talking, talking about, like, about the salem witches i'm talking about like witches that were like we're hot i'm talking about the witch that took hansel and gretel she was obviously hot yeah not actually depicted as hot but regardless let's talk about I'm some married. other form of I don't witchcraft mean it literally right let's talk about another form of witchcraft the the kind of witchcraft that perhaps only a rocket scientist astronaut genius of a very limited ilk within society, a witchcraft that allows you to step in and win a football game while still trying to go over the cadence on the sideline with your team. Luke, let's just cut right to it because I think this is untested, unprecedented territory. We're going to skip the other two games that were ahead of it on the schedule. Tell me about Joshua Dobbs, Uh, Sir Joshua Dobbs of the Vikings, uh, beating the Falcons 31 to 28. This is one of the greatest examples of us missing the mark on not making this a video podcast. Because if you could compare my demeanor and face last week uh, following the Kirk Cousins news of the torn Achilles. And um, then my face as you're talking about Josh Dobbs, which is just like that of a of a starstruck admirer. Mm. Um I'm, I don't even know what to say. You're right. It is unprecedented to, to walk in the building on like Thursday. Uh, Jaron Hall, our rookie quarterback, starts the game as planned. And, <laughs> he uh, pulls like an Aaron Rodgers. Jaron Hall runs out with the American flag, just pumping his <laughs> off hand and then immediately just concuss like, bop. Sorry, uh, we don't we don't joke about concussions, but Justin Fields takes 20 of those shots per quarter even. Yeah, Jaron Hall took a shot off the turf. Like it's those. It's never. It never really. I feel like a lot of the time it never really seems like it's like a the the shot from the hit delivered that's doing it. it a lot it's of the head hitting the turf, snapping yeah. back and smacking like uh, their head smacking it and stuff. And that's what happened to Jaron Hall on the goal line. He tried to punch one in. Um, an admirable drive. Uh, I think it was the second drive. Uh, of the he game. was right was, at the goal. Yeah, and uh, you know he he t- took a run to the one yard line, about punched it in. He he got rocked, and um, just like that, it was Josh Dobbs' time. Uh, Dobbs o'clock, the man who started eight games this season for the Arizona Cardinals, um, a man that was with the Titans, a man that's been with the Browns, correct? A man who was with the Steelers for a second or the longest second, I believe. 
Um, I believe they he drafted was drafted him. by them. Mm-hmm. And um, a dude who, if you listen to the tape last week, I literally said, this is not what I wanted. Like, you, you, I, like, you said, but I'll also give you this. You said, no, I think the plan is to get him in as quick as possible, like as fast as humanly possible. And look what happened. You yeah. vocalized that. You put it into the ethos and you got Jaron Hall damn near decapitated. I feel bad about that because I'm really, I'm really always excited for Jaron Hall to get an opportunity the same way that Kevin O'Connell said that just because he's our rookie, it's always cool to get a look at a rookie, but people are referring to the Vikings as the surging Vikings. People are talking, you guys to have gone four and oh since JJ. Yeah. Got hurt. Yeah. As like the, like and Kirk know, playoff, got hurt. playoff potential restored and like, you know, respectable voices in the, in the media, Peter Schrager saying that he thinks the Vikings can go deeper than a wild card. Like, it, it's, Oh no. No I'm way. just saying, I'm just saying, like, there's something going on here. And the Josh Dobbs thing is nuts. Josh Dobbs walks in, he barely, like you said, he's like, uh, I'll learn my teammates' names next week, something to that effect. Like, that's for later. Um, was handed the keys to the kingdom. And off the bat, dude, it's it's a gut drop. I mean, like, it was not good. It, it's not like he came out and just, like, soared like a fucking eagle here. No, dude. This dude came out replacing the starter for the game, replacing a rookie who, who leaves with a concussion never to return. And looks a little shook. He looks a like, little. He got a like, crazy on. strip sack. Okay. Like a little shook. Definitely like what you're talking about. It takes a ugly, ugly safety. Like where, and I'm literally texting Aiden. I'm texting our boy T. I'm texting my family. I'm like, this is, this is tough. Like the, the plays he made early on and with the safety, I was like, I was in a dark, dark place, man. I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is what I've, the re- one of the reasons I have, you know, Kirk Cousins has been such a fucking beam of light is because, and I've said it before, it's like I have lived through some lean times at quarterback and I was having hard flashbacks, like hard flashbacks of just like, just blatant ineptitude. And I got really scared. It reminded me very much of when, the Vikings were really bad and traded for Josh Freeman and decided to tote him out after he'd been in the building for like three days. And it was like, I'm a pretty Monday sure night he, game against he started a game for the bears at um, some point. It was horrible. Like it was a horrible experience. So I started to think that was going to happen. And then the Josh Dobbs magic kicks in. And it's, <laughs> that's so it, crazy. It, it's like all the, take sudden, it. I would not take this as a savior type of deal. I would just treasure the moment in a miraculous game, which he needed to put not... out there some insane scrambling highlights, which were so gutsy, and I got to give him all of his roses. And the first game of the season with the Arizona Cardinals, he had a crazy good game. He looked like the Terminator out there killing him. Mm-hmm. So I got to give Dobbs some credit, but I do not think – I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm just sorry. I don't see him as a franchise guy whatsoever. A, I never said that. B, no, we're didn't. discussing a singular game. I've barely gotten into the performance. Okay, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> wanted to say that. No, I, I'm I'm very very excited, uh, enjoying the game for what it is. I'm not sitting here saying that this guy is like all of a sudden the best quarterback in the league. I'm not saying this guy is all of a sudden Tom Brady or something like storybook. But I know that for that Sunday he sure the fuck was and for that Sunday it was a storybook and that was one of the most magical experiences of my life like the last few years of being a Viking fan has been magic literal magic and it's like we never run out of amazing fucking storylines to pull out of our goddamn ass dude like what like this this is this is not feasible what Josh Dobbs coming in and starting to just crush and just find receivers that he doesn't know their names. And there's no JJ and, you know, Hawkinson's like the, the go-to and taking shots. He's trying to find Addison as best he can. He's scrambling. Something Addison had not. a crazy catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing. Um, and, 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 you know, doesn't even the center, like you said, the center doesn't even know his cadence and stuff. Like there's not, there's no way to put this where you can discredit it. There's just not like, you can't do this. Uh, even if you want to say it's the Falcons, the Falcons are a top 10 defense. Like, and I said, the Falcons suck. They do suck. It's but they are a top comparable 10 to what Baker did with the Rams. It's comparable to what Baker did for the Rams. For sure. My only, uh, I, I don't even want to do anything to take away. I don't want to knock down Baker's thing last year with the Rams on Thursday night to hold up Josh Dobbs. 
I just think that Baker has always been known to be a higher caliber of player, a higher caliber of player than Josh Dobbs. Um, sure. uh, just all time. So that's all. And he won the Heisman for, for Baker. Wait, didn't he? For, did Baker win the Heisman? Am I he misremembering? Sure okay, he sure yeah. did. And, He's on the uh, Heisman house. I'm an idiot. And for Josh Dobbs to, um, to lead a come from behind, like two minute drill in the fourth quarter to win the game, culminating in a walk-off touchdown pass. Like what the fuck? I, the bliss, the bliss I experienced. I don't think I've felt this way. And I mean, like Minneapolis miracle, and that's not, which is crazy. And that's a playoff walk off. Like this was so unexpected and so wonderful. Um, uh, one of the, one of the all time greatest Vikings games in team history forever till I'm dead. So we gave you your moment in the sun. We got Josh Dobbs out of the way. Really cool. On to the next games. Really cool. You're so the early morning salty bears fan the, I let you go first. The very <laughs> early morning game, which took place in Frankfurt, Germany, a city that I'm quite familiar with. I've been there many, many times. The skyline re- always reminded me of Chicago there. I really like it. I'll have to look at so, it. I actually don't know. The Chiefs the Chiefs end up beating the Dolphins 21 to 14. Not a great win in the huge or not a great uh, outing rather by the Dolphins, but the huge issue here and this was talked about quite often during the game is the record of the Dolphins against losing record teams and the record of the Dolphins against teams with winning records. They're not beating any good teams. No. They're only trouncing bad teams. Correct. And that is worrisome for projecting them forward. And though I think they have talent and I think they have a good play caller. And obviously I think their defensive play caller is awesome. I've been giving all of the fucking praise to Fangio. It's worrisome when they're buckling under the pressure of playing against good teams and good defenses. And they're getting their ass kicked by the bills, a divisional opponent, um, and let's, do you like, have anything to say be, about this? I'm still not even impressed by the Chiefs this year too much, to be honest. They're they're playing kind of ugly for being seven and two. Ugly. The Chiefs remind me of the Steelers. It's the Matt Nagy effect. Yeah. it's the Matt Nagy yeah, effect. Yeah, they are playing very ugly, and I, it's the Matt Nagy effect. It's the your best receiver is getting old, that and he's a tight end effect. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm not saying the other receivers aren't hustling, but it's just you know it's. They're trying to throw nonstop. They're not using their running game as much as they should be. They're leaning it all on Kelsey and 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 Mahomes I feel like his ankles fucking around half the time. So um I, I, this is all to say they came out and beat the Dolphins. I had that wrong. I didn't expect it. Uh I had it wrong too. So rock on. Uh, the Dolphins I just want to be really clear about that stat like they haven't beat a, a team with a winning record and they've only beat teams with losing records. Like that that yep. is like you're right. That's more than worrisome. That's like uh I'm I, you're not going to play any teams with losing records in the playoffs. Fraudulent, potentially. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, and, you know, Mike McDaniel said, if you want to change the narrative, you got to change the narrative, right? If you want the narrative to change, change it. And, okay, cool. People like when you flip things around like that. Um, so, good job there. But um, do you think they're good for it? Do you think they can change the narrative is what I want to ask you? Or do you think that they are pretenders that are able to score a lot of points because their offense is neat? It's like you playing fucking against a D3 school. You know, it's difficult because it's hard to project them beating good teams when I've seen how they play against good teams this season. I think they're going to make the playoffs and get beat beat by a good team in the playoffs very quickly. That's what I think is going to happen with Home them. Home field advantage? Um, First round bye? No, no. I think... I, I don't know, man. They're 6-3. and three. The Bills are... Where are the Bills at? Let me see. The Bills are 5-4. and the four. Ravens have the only Bills lost beat, two, right? Yeah, they're not in the same division. No, but though. AFC, right? Doesn't that matter for yeah seating and whatnot? right? But to get but to get a home field advantage, you're gonna have to win your division. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if the I don't know if they're gonna win their division if they can't beat the Bills because they got dog walked by them last time. So I'm gonna say, from what they've shown on tape this year, I don't see them going far in the playoffs at all. But I do see them making the playoffs. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. So basically we're on the same page what do you we're think? on the same page there i i, I yeah. i'm starting to feel that way too uh which i would not have said three or four weeks ago i was like Woo, when they put 70 on the broncos i was like these guys are probably going to the super bowl especially because i don't think that much of the bills um i think a lot of the ravens in the afc i think a lot of um believe it or not i maybe believe in the steelers more than uh i should 
um, just because Tomlin refuses to have a losing record. It just doesn't happen. Um, he never has. So we can keep going. Mo- Steelers are wearing the block letters. The throwback block <clears throat> letters look like Iowa and shit. Nice. Moving on. The Browns beat the Cardinals 27 to nothing. This was Clayton Toon starting and Deshaun Watson starting on the other side. Uh, he had two touchdowns. I didn't watch very much of this game, and it was not a very interesting game anyway. So no real insights other than the fact that Kyler Murray is now back and he's going to be starting. That's what I was uh, going to say. Foreseeably going forward. I mean, foreseeably, uh, do you think there's a world where – I don't know, man. Do you think there's a world where they just don't start him and try to lose out? Maybe. Because I think they've been organizationally trying to tank this season. I think that was shown when you bring in Dobbs off the street immediately, and then he wins you one game, but you lose the rest, and then you ship him out. So, you remember that segment of Dobbs winning the game for the Cardinals, then going into the shop, and they're not having any Dobbs jerseys, and then like him going yeah. to the customizable like, thing, and them not even having his name available in the system? I want you to know that the stores in Minnesota – got the jersey out like that night they had a photo of like the they did shop, get like, them out next quick to the fucking jj jerseys on the shelf and fanatics and NFL the cardinals got it up quick too they did a survey of nfl players last season if you recall this i think we talked about it in the offseason where they surveyed like the way that the organization treats players and it was like the cardinals had the lowest scores on everything including the fact that they had to pay for their own meals you know what i would love within the team facilities you know, what would, they're the I only team love, in the nfl by the way before the, the cardinals up until like the 80s or so they were the st louis cardinals st louis is they they are in desperate need of a of a good football team back in that dome in the old fucking well the cardinals TWA owner is dome. in hot water i don't know if you've heard about that no. like he's getting what? yeah it's a potentially a toxic work environment where people oh, like avoid like, certain work floors. He was like making people cry like and shit at, and like pregnant yelling at people. Shit. Yeah. Oh my God. He's kind of an asshole from what people are saying, but is this a legend we can move or on from factual? that. I think it's factual. That's fucking crazy. All right. Packers beat the Rams. Luke gave me the tip off that Stafford might not be playing. And thank you for that. Very gentlemanly. So Packers went 20 to three. Jordan Love, 228, one touchdown. So there's a lot about Stafford. Not too it? much. Because the Packers suck. Yeah. I mean, dude, that so team much has so, that so they many. Brought Carson Winston. Yeah, I know. That's a cool development, actually. Like, Very smart by Wentz to go there, too, because you're getting a good coach for quarterbacks. Look what happened for you're Baker. We talked about him good wide receivers. Like, Baker got a starting job out of that. and it's, it's You can try to parlay well. it into a starting gig. Absolutely. Or at least a backup gig, because at this point, you weren't getting any calls at all. So, that's smart. They can't run out there with fucking... Uh, who was it? Who was starting? I don't Do you remember. Hear? I don't even I can't know. even remember. I feel, I feel terrible. I feel very disrespectful. I know it wasn't Stetson Bennett. It's Brett Ripien. That's right. He's well, Brett Ripley yeah. has played in the league. I, I feel like disrespectful now, um, but sorry. Don't feel bad. You, you, you know, Carson Brett Ripley's making millions Carson of dollars to put has up a higher ceiling. Just again, based on like caliber of. He got paid a game check to put up three freaking points. You know who puts up three points? The kicker. That's a good point. So don't feel bad. I, I mean, Commanders I beat the Patriots twenty to seventeen, and Sam Howell was out there with freaking laser beam eyes again. You got this pick right. Uh, a late interception sealed the fate. I think the Patriots were storming down at the end. Had a potential. A lot of these games that we split the picks on, there was like a potential late in the game for it to go one slate. way or the like, other. We cannot like it was, Dobbs aside. Even if the Dobbs thing didn't happen, yeah. this was a fantastic well, dude, slate. There was a period in time where we had like four split picks on at the same time and all of them were coming down to the end. And then most of them went your way in the first uh, period of play. And then in the afternoon games, they all went my Mm -hmm. way. So that said, I don't have much more to say about the commanders when they actually pulled out. I mean, I, you know, the Patriots just aren't that good line, right? Like, yeah, I think this says more about the Patriots. I I think Sam Howell is a pretty solid quarterback. Patriots suck. Like and they do. I know. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have picked the Patriots. I thought that the, the loss of the pass rushers. You think it was makes you feel good the... to not pick the Patriots? I used to pick them all the time. You did. You were infatuated. All right. I need to talk about the Bears for a little bit. Yeah. So have the, floor. the Saints I'll beat the Diet Bears. Coke. Ooh, Diet Coke. It has caffeine. A ton. Just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Wait, are you saying it's bad? Don't. 
Don't ever do it. Don't ever do my caffeine. That, and that ship sailed. You don't want to get bad sleep. Oh, I had terrible sleep last night. So wait, is that the worst effects that can happen though? Or is it like... Are you being serious? I am, yeah. What's so bad about it? What does caffeine do? Yeah, what's so bad about it? It's a stimulant. I don't know if you're being facetious. I'm okay, so it's a stimulant. I'm not being facetious. I'm it like, will make your heart rate potentially go up. It can make your blood pressure go up. It can make your chest flutter. It can exacerbate anxiety can or give you anxiety. Um, if you drank a lot of it, you could maybe go into cardiac oh, arrest. Oh, so nothing. Drink like a so lot. this is just like a don't. This is just you're just poo pooing it because it's no. But to you're gonna get it. bad sleep. It's not like smoking cigs. You're gonna get bad something. sleep. You're over here with a fucking truck stop tankard of goddamn diet <laughs> coke, just guzzling fluid it. Ounces. Is it is it sixteen point yeah, nine or is it eighty five? It's small. fluid ounces. Wait till I go to Disney. You World guys next can't week. see this, but he's got a Gatorade jug full of ice coke. The dude's got a big gulp and he's drinking it in the evening and I'm trying to be a good friend. 505. Can I talk about the Bears? Yeah. We lost again and we <laughs> played badly again and Tyson Bajant in the first half of the game was playing good football. There is good things to see with this young kid. He has an he has some moxie. He doesn't look out of place. The interceptions that he threw at the end of the game he threw two picks and got strip sacked at the end of the game after throwing a first half pick. But in the first half, we were playing well. We were tied with them. And he was making plays out of the pocket on the run, keeping us on schedule, methodical, which is the way we have to play with him because he's young and acclimating and he doesn't have the physical gifts of Justin Fields. And then at the end of the game, we have to press a little bit because we're down and all of a sudden, he's fucking forcing throws and shit because you're not putting him out of the pocket. You're not shortening his reads to one half of the field. So he's a little tiny bit behind on a couple throws. And those windows are going to be a little bit more open at the Division Two level. When you're playing against the Saints secondary with three legitimately great cornerbacks, they're going to make plays on the ball like that. And he got baited on one, they jumped it, and the other two were just a little bit behind the receiver. The strip sack... Just like Justin in his first year and honestly his whole career, you have to hold on to the ball in the pocket. You can't be getting strip sacked. Taking a sack is okay sometimes, but you can't cough up the ball every time. Other than that, I think Bajant played a good game. He made throws on time. He made some amazing plays to Cole Komet who made fucking highlight reel catches. Um, Moore got stripped. Like, nobody was really playing great except for, like, Cole Komet pretty much. Montez Sweat hit a couple cool long arms. He had some pressures. He didn't get a sack, but you could see he made a little bit of a presence on the field. Basically, I'm seeing a poorly coached team. I'm seeing, but more than that, I'm seeing scheme that doesn't make any fucking sense on offense and defense. And when we have this many good players on defense and we're still playing shitty, and when Justin Fields and Tyson Bajan are having the same issues, it's telling me that it's a coaching problem. And that leads me to some of the press conferences we have with Matt Eberflus, where I've been talking about this on the podcast, you and have, I know you're not going to go out of your way. Exactly. Thank you. I'm not, I know you're not going out of your way to listen to the podcast, but I do and I hate it and it's nauseating and it dumbs my brain every time, but he gives non answers and half of the time I can't tell if it's gamesmanship or if he's legitimately like not very good at this thing I was gonna ask because you. he's up. Uh, no, go ahead. He's up. So the, the more recent one is he went up there today, which is Wednesday the bears play the Panthers Thursday night football tomorrow. tomorrow. And he was asked about Justin Fields. He said, Justin, well, he originally listed Justin Fields as doubtful and doubtful or questionable. I believe doubtful. And he stated that at the beginning of his press conference. And then they, then he at one point said, Justin was not going to play in the game. Then they're like, why did you list him as doubtful if he's not playing? And they're like, well, we're just got to check out a few things and to give it the opportunity. And, you know, doubtful is 51% odds. And he's, he's basically inarticulate. You can't understand what he's saying. It's very, and now it's become so bad that it's catching on in the national joke media. So people are calling him out on it. 
it's just bad, dude. You cannot keep him after the season. And I understand the slow rebuild, but you can't keep this coaching staff. After everything that's happened this year, you have too much talent on this team to be putting out that bad of a product weekly. To have a coach who doesn't know how to talk to people, to have a guy who can't control a room full of men, who has multiple HR-related firings in a season, it's not good, dude. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, especially after what Vegas was willing to do with their coaching staff, regardless of like pay, like uh, price tag, it's like some people are all in on this thing. Um, and when you guys are in prime time, you get the prime time lights, and this made it to Sports Center. So I was watching it before we did the episode uh, where they're talking about it, and it's like he walks out and says Justin is not medically cleared which I don't think yeah. he meant to say that terminology because that's why I, 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 cause I think it confused everybody. I think he meant to say that Justin is not like healthy enough to play or something, but he said not medically cleared. And then they're like, okay, so if he's not medically cleared, why is he listed as doubtful or why is he going to, you know, is he going to like warm up and everything else? And they're like, well, we want to check out a few things. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? It was, it was, it was so confusing. Go and look it up for it yourself because it's hard to maybe even I can, recap. I'll try and drop it in here if I can. And then um, yeah. maybe I can, maybe I can't um, deal with it. But, <laughs> you know, I decided I'm not going to. Maybe I will. Anyways, it was really confusing. And he said about three different answers. And finally, they pinned him down. They're like, is he playing tomorrow? And he's like, no. And it's like, okay, cool. So were you trying to be like cool and Belichick? And they just like, but you're a goofball? Or yeah. like, I don't even know. I think that's what was up, right? I think this guy is fucking clueless, dude. How did did he get the gig then? What does it say about your organization? I'll tell you exactly what happened. This guy came in running a defense similar to the defense that we had our success previously with Coach Levy Smith. The Tampa 2, 4-3 defense. He came in preached the same type of ideology because he comes from the same coaching tree. He has a thing called the hits principle. This is what the hits principle is, Luke. Hustle intensity, I believe it's the ball, is T. And then the S is like, um, I don't remember what the fuck S is, is but the fact that T is the ball. school ass shit. Yes, 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 yes. He speaks in acronyms. It's all about simple, simple, A to B, run real fast. Michael Scott is your head coach. Here is another (laughs) thing that I really need to make clear before I forget. So I'll say this first, and then we'll get back to why he was hired. In a lot of his press conferences, when they ask, why did this happen? Which was negative result. Why did this happen? Negative play. Every time he says execution, it just comes down to execution. Uh, Yeah, we're working on this. We're getting close. Just a little off on assignments. Execution. He says that every time. He never says the coaching staff has to do a better job of getting this guy the ball. The coaching staff has to do a better job of scheming up this. It's always the player did not execute. My players are not executing. Um, There's no way these these fuckers um, respect him. There's no way. He doesn't take accountability. He screams to be a guy who's fighting for his job and is in over his head. We hired him because he reminded us of the last time we had a modicum of success and we wanted to keep it safe and simple. And we were sold on him being a great teacher that if we did a rebuild, we could bring in a bunch of young players who would play really hard for him and listen to everything he said because they have no choice. They're young players. They're not vets with a bunch of money yet. They're fighting for a second contract. But the fact was we found out and then we thought he was in on the tank last year. I think that was the biggest flaw from all Bears fans. We thought the ineptitude last year was like planned. But no, it was just highlighting the ineptitude of the coaching staff. They're very bad and they're not teaching people and we're not getting better. We've gotten worse while adding talent. We've spent five second round picks in two years on his defense. We brought in a top five paid off ball linebacker after getting rid of Roquan Smith, who this week said, I'm so glad my career isn't dying in Chicago, which I can't even fault him for that. We got a second round pick record breaking, not record breaking, but like top five edge rusher extension for Montez sweat. So you're giving this guy a bunch of resources and he is doing fuck all on defense. This defense is so sick to watch. I'm so tired of watching a bunch of people run three yards diagonally back and stand in their zone spot, wait for the fucking play to be made in front of them and then maybe make the tackle. 
Like, what the fuck is going on? Jack Sanborn finally gets in the game, and he's tearing shit up. We're paying him nothing, but we went and paid two off-ball backers a billion dollars. Jack Sanborn's making more plays. I don't know what's happening, dude. This coaching staff is bad. You can't keep him after this year. Like, especially if you... Wait, real quick. Especially if you luck into the first overall pick. You can't do it. When do you think you call up your old quarterback... Mr. Harbaugh, head coach of Michigan, Shut up. to take over the reins from uh, all the all the negativity so there, over there. <clears throat> there has been speculation amongst amongst Bears fans and maybe even a little bit of media that Harbaugh would be a good person to link to the job with what's going on. Or Vikings I've even heard lately, just for shits and gigs, bro. I've even heard that maybe Belichick is potentially interested if he gets shit canned. Here's my thing. That's so fucked up. If you got Belichick, dude, I would be so upset. Oh, I don't want Belichick. Yes, you do. That would be the coolest stint, even if he sucks. Like that would be the coolest thing ever. Bill Belichick coached your fucking team. That's awesome. Maybe. What? This is all leading to say. I don't mean that coach. I don't mean that Kevin. I made. I made that point to say I don't want to hire cheaters as my head coach. Can we just have a no cheater clause? What Can happened, we... though, when Pete Carroll – I mean, Pete Carroll's thing was kind of whack because it was really just players taking money, right? But Pete Carroll yeah. bounced from SC and, and went and got his bowl in Seattle. I mean, But I've kind of always loved Pete Carroll. Not me as a Notre Dame fan, but he's grown on me. I mean, he beat – dude, him and – oh, what the hell is – I'm blanking. Matt, uh, quarterback – color commentator mark now. sanchez mark sanchez i couldn't think mark you're thinking yeah of Matt when Markley. he yeah yeah you're right so when mark sanchez was starting for him for pete carroll at usc they beat ohio state two years in a row handily like i remember specifically at the beginning of high school us getting trounced all right to put a cap on the bears in the situation it looks like justin fields won't be starting tomorrow it'll probably be tyson i think there's a chance that that weird fucking um, press conference situation could be because he was trying to be dodgy and show some gamesmanship and he thought maybe Justin would play and that's why he got caught up because he's a doofus but not we'll medically see. cleared is like that means I don't you're know, putting man. your player he, in danger if you, like that's why he sounds so yeah dumb in that scenario poor I don't poor guy poor I'm not a fan dude he's in over his head he's he's just not a good football coach from what I've seen I think his scheme is antiquated and bad I think we have too much talent on defense to play the way we do when your defense last year did similar things terrible you guys looked so bad you guys you guys just run backwards and wait and then try to make a play on the ball and hope they make a mistake every single play you're just hoping the offense makes a mistake you're like an accordion you're going back and then forward to the ball back i want a fucking defense that's going forward Mm. at the fucking ball attack you guys are if you're smart and i don't want this but if that's what you want and you're smart you should Flores. yes or dan quinn no go get flores badass well flores plays a three four and we just transitioned to a four three so dan quinn coaches a four three and he's also a good d coordinator that's why i linked it whatever all right moving on the bears are in a rocky place dude and we'll get to the green green you know the matchup for rocky tomorrow road. ravens beat the seahawks 37 to 3 um, not a great outing for the Seahawks. Beat the piss out of the Seahawks. Lamar's looking Being oh so bad. good. Do you see the dude? I think NFL posted on Instagram the dude that made like the customized rug. He was like holding up in the stands that looked like Lamar Jackson. It's a I really really cool. funny video. It's like Lamar's on the sideline and this dude like uh, obviously like somebody for the team or whatever is like there's this guy who wants to give you this. He made this carpet of you <laughs> and like Lamar's <laughs> like looking at the stage. He's like, I want that carpet. Like he's like, thank like, you for that carpet, dude. It's so funny. He just keeps saying like, I, I, I want that carpet. Give me that carpet. <laughs> Give me that carpet. And he's like, I'm gonna take. I don't it. know if it's you're aware so of this, but funny. there's like people on social media who make custom rugs, and it's like kind of cool to watch them make well, it. Well, you should see this Lamar end, one. It's sick. They use these gigantic like shears to like shave it up all clean, oh, cool. and it's kind of cool. That sounds delightful. All right. A cooler game. The Texans beat the Buccaneers. Another game Stroud. that Luke and I split on pick. Stroud, boys, stand back <laughs> and stand by. Dude, I love CJ Stroud. Stroud, dude. 
Record-breaking performance, 470 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. I think he's up to 14 TDs, one pick on the season. He absolutely freak. just carved him like a cake, dude. Who's I watched up? him out there. Who's That's a good beef? team. The Buccaneers have a good defense, and they have good corners out there. And he went out there with like a five foot eight, 150 pound tank Dell and was dicing them up with Nico Collins, who was doing nothing for two years with Noah Brown, who was doing nothing with the Cowboys. And he's out there getting gigantic passing numbers. And it's because he does have an elite arm with ball placement skills that are very rare. Um, I am very happy for him. I have never been a huge CJ Stroud fan as a Buckeye, which is odd to say it's, it's kind of a similar thing with, and I've said this before with Barrett with JT Barrett. It's like, I liked him. I loved him. I will always enjoy the wins and the performances and I will always be a fan of them. But I always kind of thought that there were better options at the time, which is why I was never fully in on them. Like I was with Braxton or with, um, with Justin Fields because at the time I thought there were a couple other guys on our team that could make plays. And at the time CJ wasn't handling the mental side of the game. Well, and he was buckling under pressure. I've seen none of that. He has played like he played against Georgia in the playoff game against every team in the league. And he's lighting up the scoreboard. I have to give the guy his roses. He's clearly played his way into the conversation of making Bryce young look like the bad pick at number one. Like they missed, like they should have taken Stroud more than, and I never would have thought that. Only I never would have. More than that. I mean, he looks like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, this is Yeah, a people are saying that he's season. in an argument for MVP. Phenomenal season. I'm so impressed. I didn't expect it. I think if we go back and roll the tape of the show, I was not big on Stroud uh, from the draft. I think I liked the Bryce Young pick way more. I think that... Me too. I think that, and I'll eat shit here, I thought the vibe I was getting was cocky. And... I was like, okay, for what reason, right? And this is why. Like, maybe it's not cocky. He's just a confident dude, and and he said all the right things that every quarterback says. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, when they get drafted that high of a that high of a pick, and he's more than backed it up. It's it's one of the most impressive outings from a rookie quarterback we've seen in a very very long time. I mean, in that game specifically, it's yeah. the best. But I mean, this season, like he's I watched it the whole. I watched the whole fourth quarter of that game and I watched Baker march down the field and get a touchdown. And there was like 40 seconds left and they went down by four. And I'm like, damn, I don't know if if they're going to do this. And then he did so well. He has a live arm and he can rock it at anywhere he needs to get it. He's almost as good as Josh Dobbs. Probably. (laughs) Probably. He's a ball (laughs) placement specialist. That's what CJ's got. He's awesome, dude. Great transition to the first overall pick, Bryce Young. The Colts beat the Panthers 27 to 13. This was a game where Kenny Moore had two pick sixes on Bryce Young, who ended up with three picks in the game, and he looked god awful for most of the game. Not good for them, dude. And they also now lost Brian Burns and um, CJ Henderson on their defense who are not going to play on Thursday night football against the bears and fuck man, they look lost and they don't have a first round pick this year. They have the worst record in the league. I mean, technically the Cardinals have the worst record, but that's only because the Panthers had a bye week. So they're a game behind. You know what they need to do? You know what they need to do for Bryce? They need to do what, uh, what worked, right? And what worked is at Alabama, it's top five recruiting school and you're playing a lot of teams that you are just, flat out more talented then right so these guys need to go out and find weapons and good fucking offensive line uh that's why i highlighted their lack of a first round pick um, (laughs) to 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 do something to to put bryce young in a position to succeed because cj stroud is creating uh bryce young is is barely hanging on so i would rule creating out and maybe he's there by year two or three but you need to like I mean, the emergency alarm, like it's sound the fucking bells, dude. Like you need to figure something out. You need to have a big off season. Cause they're fucked. Like, and they're, they're like tanking. doesn't even make sense if they don't have a first round pick. Exactly. Well said. And that's why I highlighted the wide receivers that you're seeing CJ Stroud throw to. Fucking These are trying, players that are not like old man. CJ Stroud. 
is elevating his offense around him. And some of it is the play calling, which is perfectly catered to his skill set. And I do think that the Panthers offense is not catering to the skill set of Bryce Young in the same way. And it's definitely not as creative, but I don't even think that there's that huge of a gap in wide receiver talent between the two teams. And you're no, right. He's no. not elevating it. He's not elevating his his uh, team around him, which is totally normal for a rookie quarterback, by the way. Sure. C.J. Stroud is the one that's playing in, like an outlier. Obviously, Bryce is struggling, and you're right. I don't know if there's a free agent out there that's going to make any kind of difference, but you do need to make some serious considerations in the offseason. That's what I mean. You have the to nail season. your picks. You don't have a first, but you might end up with a really high second. We well, probably are will. Fucking good people later in the draft these days. It's much different. You have to hit. You have to find value in the draft that's going to help uh, Bryce. And you definitely got to work on the offensive line. All right, let's move on. The Raiders put the boots to the Giants. Who look thirty to six is the margin. We just have to say, like, this is a very, very bad situation for the Giants organization to be in. Daniel come, Daniel Jones comes back off of his injury to his neck and immediately tears his ACL. Yeah. Am, am I right on this that? Is, yes, you are. And this is, a, I mean, I meant to highlight it more last week, and I didn't. But we really need to take one, just one second. This is a quarterback apocalypse this year. The quarterback carousel is insane. Last week was an unprecedented amount of, of rookies starting under under center, an unprecedented amount of people that aren't the proper people starting. Like, this is crazy. Like, it starts with Rodgers and popping his Achilles, and it's as recent as Kirk popping his and the ACL for Jones. Like, a lot of quarterbacks have gone down. It's crazy. And they're on Tommy DeVito. They're on their third. So, and I love Tommy DeVito, by the way. I think he's dope. Have you seen his gold QB chain? Yes. God bless him. He's dope. From U of I. Uh, I love me some Tommy DeVito. Am, am I wrong? I'm not. I, I believe he I'm is. not positive about that. That makes me love him even more. T would know. Um, love this guy. He's great. But, you know, he was not meant to be the starter, and the Giants sort of backed the wrong dude. They should have given – they should have just bucked the fucking trend and given Saquon Illinois. Barkley the contract he deserved on brand alone. You give it to Saquon Barkley – over Daniel Jones. Who do you want to be the face of your fucking franchise? It makes them all look stupid. It makes them all look dumb. I, I am sick of... I, you are not taking the high road on Daniel Jones's injury right now. Damn. No. I, what do you mean? High, like, I feel terrible about it. Like, I, I, what do you mean? Like, I think that goes without saying that I feel terrible Daniel Jones got his knee hurt, but take away Daniel Jones' knee and his neck. Was he playing good football? Fuck no. He was playing really, no. really, really bad football. And so yeah, really bad. I feel he terrible like he about regressed so much just in the off season. That. You know what I mean? But it's, it's awful. Yes. It looks awful. He, he looks wide eyed. He looks like he inept. He looks like they diced up a bad Vikings defense in a playoff game and got a win. They shouldn't have gotten. And it got him the bag. And Saquon got the opposite of that love because of the position he plays. Um, so, everybody's dumb there that organization is fucked they're lucky they're lucky that the jets suck so bad too otherwise people would really hate him <laughs> yeah well there was a de- there was definitely a more interesting game on at the time the eagles playing the cowboys eagles come out on top 28 to 23 jalen hurts played through his nagging knee injury and now they're up to eight and one the cowboys came very close in this dak prescott had a good statistical game there was a couple plays that came down to uh very short like um i guess video replay on like the potential touchdown coming right down the line and stuff i tried to watch all three afternoon games at the same time i i I always try to watch the Panthers game a little bit more because of my vested interest in their first pick. Um, but I tried to tune into this one as much as I could because it was the what America's game of the week, divisional sure. rivalry. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about this one? C.D. Lamb almost had 200 yards. I think C.D.'s awesome. I like Dak. Um, I think Dak's having a year where he's not turning over the football a fuckload, which is great. Um I think they miss the running game. I say it every week, and I think that their defense is spotty. Like, sometimes I'm terrified, and other times they're let down. Like, I was ready to crown them very early on, and I think 
I don't know. I think that we talk about them because they're the Cowboys. If it was a, a smaller market doing this, I mean, maybe that's just an asinine comment, but it's like, why, who cares? Like, they're playing okay ball. Like, they, they have eyeballs on them, but they're playing okay ball. I think the Cowboys will make the playoffs as the second team out of their division, um, <clears throat> but I just don't think that they have enough to put them over the top against the Eagles, if I'm being honest. Oh, no chance. I, they just don't have it. Um, they don't have it in the trenches mainly, so they're you know, not a good position. Sexiest the Eagles man have been alive stockpiling. candidate, Kelsey. Yeah, I, I don't like talking about the Kelseys, but you can go ahead. Oh, he no, does look like a very handsome man, okay? It's dope. To, you know what You know what I heard about him this week? I mean, we're not talking about Travis. We're talking about Jason. Um, he was a candidate for People Magazine, Sexiest Man Alive. Good for him. Anytime a big boy gets some love, that's beautiful. I love I love. As was linemen. Brad. As was Brad. Um, <laughs> uh, but I want to say that I didn't know that he started in college as a running back. I did not know that. So I did not know this that dude either. started out as a running back in college and then transition. No. And then transition. I'm going to move him to running back on Madden I mean, in our franchise. Well, and then he ran the fastest O-line time at the combine. Yeah, because he was I a fucking a running back. back. Yes, you should. Like, it's like the sickest thing I've ever heard. Like, this guy's an athletic freak. So, I just want to shout that guy out for that reason. It's not like a lame storyline. That's a cool one, right? Like, that's based on football merit. That's so that's cool. Like, You've amazing. given me such an idea for our our franchise. Yeah. And franchise. hey, guys, if you have friends and you have a, a PlayStation or Xbox, you should do a connected franchise on Madden with your friends because it has been a blissful experience. Aside from the other night when the servers went out and we yeah and we thought we lost everything if you have the means i highly recommend picking them up i i thought our i thought our franchise league was dead yeah, i thought the servers had been scared. hacked by skynet okay yeah, skynet went moving live. on Bengals beat the bills in prime time 24 they striped to 18 the jungle in the stands yeah, did ju- you see it they what they striped the jungle and they they, they put out they put out a like a color-coded thing to their fans and they're like, if you sit in this section, wear black. You sit in this section, you wear orange. And they striped their whole fucking stadium, that whole game. I did not even notice uh, that. It was so sweet. How did I not notice that? I have no idea. I didn't, I didn't have the volume up super high on it. I was kind of watching You should look at a photo. Down. It's almost perfect. Like, it's like perfect stripes. It's amazing. Hell yeah. Joey out there dealing absolutely eviscerated him. Um, I think that this is so funny that the Bengals go out there and for the first three weeks of the season for like three years in a row, suck ass and make everybody question them. And then they come out and play such good football the rest of the year where they're so on time. The rapport is there and Burrow is hitting them perfectly every play. I don't know if I've said it on the show, but I've said it to my wife more than once that like, uh, cause it's, it's so nice when she takes a vested interest in football. She really has this year. Um, it's great. It's blissful, but she's like, what's the, you know, when I told her the difference in my opinion of Joe Burrow and like a lot of these other like personalities and these young quarterbacks, he is just cool. He is just a cool yeah. effortlessly Joe dope cool. dude. You've got this swag. And like people have always said it, they've said it since LSU, but it's like, you look at this guy and this is a the guy they're saying, this guy looks like Macaulay Culkin. No, this guy radiates swag. And it's, he shows it in his play when he's running for first downs and pointing. He shows it in interviews when he just has the dopest thoughtful answer. He's, he's the coolest guy there is. He's fun. He's exciting. He's hardworking. He's like everything you want. Now you know why I've always yes. liked him. No, totally. But like, I am never sold on hype trains like that of these people that are touted. I have to really be sold on my own merit. And maybe that's a bad commentary on me, but I was I, right I, on you know, him. He's just so cool, dude. And like, especially just based on like, I, I don't think I don't think ill of like your Josh Allen's your Herberts your 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 people like that of like the same uh, you know his peers that are playing good football I just think that they're like milk toast in terms of their personality I think they're vanilla and I think Burrow is not that I think Burrow's a a dude I think Burrow's a guy I want to hang out with I see people in the stands holding up the photos of him and his fucking flexing in his Cavs jersey and shit I'm like we'd hang out with this guy I like this guy he reminds me he's no, one of I us I love Joe. Joe's awesome. The other guys are cool. Um, I'm not saying they're not. They just I don't really find the same kind of uh, people charisma. often. People often make jokes about um, Allen's intellect and personality all I the time. So I don't know if you're boring. aware of that. Like I'm sure he's like, a great guy. I'm sure he's a great guy, and he's an exciting, exciting football player. But I think one his person on Twitter is kind of said, 
one person was like, I swear as soon as that guy gets to the sideline after he's off the playing field, his brain just turns off. Like his <laughs> brain's only knows football. He just it's just clear mind. I don't know nothing about his intellect. I don't know nothing. But uh I'm just saying I think when I watch an interview, um or when I see his demeanor on the field, I take Burrow every day. Josh Dobbs and then yeah. Burrow. It goes Dobbs then Burrow. I gotcha. Dobbs. Dobbs, then Burrow. Then Burrow. Then Fields. Okay, gotcha. Dobbs. So, yeah, the Bengals were winning by a lot at the beginning. The Bills kind of come back at the end, but it was an all right game in prime time, but definitely a good win by the Bengals. Monday night's game, which Dee actually watched some of, and then she kept asking questions, and I was like, really? You're going to pay attention to fucking Brad's game, and you're not going to watch the Bears <laughs> game with me? I'm like, really? Um, and she was asking like complex questions too, and I'm like, all right, let's get the fundamentals down. Prime time game versus Tyson Bajant at at twelve. I know which one I'd rather watch. Well, she goes, does the quarterback ever tackle? And I'm uh, like, in high school, that's when they a, play both ways. I go, I go. Well, that's a great question. And I'm like, so for right now, I'll say no. They don't. That is not their primary role. I'm like, but they can. Mm-hmm. And there is a time and place where they might. And it was like on kickoff, and I'm like, but you're never going to see them running down the field like this. Hope not. Yeah, that would be really cool, though. That would be so cool. If there was, like, an uber-athletic QB that played, like, three phases. When we were kids, that's how it always was. The the quarterback was, like, always your safety and stuff, too. Like, they were the most athletic person. Like, so, I I, yeah, back in the day, of course. Like, everybody played everything. So, it's crazy how. Every team had a Travis Hunter of some caliber. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. But anywho, the Chargers beat the Jets 27 to 6 and this was a very bad game for Zach Wilson and Ugly. that like it sucks cuz when he's bad he's real bad and then the narrative becomes man these guys in the locker room must hate him. They yeah. must hate his guts. This silly little fucking kid. Near they must hate fickle. watching him. Fickle. Like seriously, it's it's difficult um and you finally see Joey Bosa getting a successful pass rush out there Khalil Max getting pressure the fucking Chargers are finally turning the corner a little bit this season and stringing a few wins together I actually thought the Jets would find a way at home but man that home field advantage quickly turned into a disadvantage when they were like booing him and shit so I mean what's uh, it was an ugly ugly performance by their offense their defense is cool uh, that's not in the Jets I, defense like, actually did pretty well. Yeah. yeah I like, even though they defense. gave up 27 points. Like did you see the, I didn't think Herbert people, looked amazing, but you see solid, like the solid quote people are trying to run with that. Like, uh, like, uh, he'd be like pled the fifth on why they keep bringing out Zach Wilson as a starter. Oh no, I did not. Yes. Today he was like, um, I think he said, it's like, that's a, he goes, you got me there. Like basically, <laughs> I swear to God, it was giving me like high school flashbacks of you know who got me there. Um, yeah, we're gonna look to and, turn to our juniors. Hang on, I'm gonna try and find the. In. I'm gonna try and find the quote, but you can keep cruising. All right. Well, that is the last game, but what we can do is I can start to talk about the Panthers matchup, which is the first of our picks for this week <clears throat> in prime time tomorrow night at Chicago, where we are going to be wearing orange helmets and orange jerseys. <laughs> solid right, the other night. So, oh, sorry, I haven't even found it yet because, like, solid the other night. I guess uh, was like that was because it's not even close to Zach Wilson's worst game. Is what he said. Like, three days <laughs> I ago. remember that one. It's not even. <laughs> that is so. Oh, mean. that one's so it's funny. Not even close. Oh, that one's so funny. Okay, so uh, New York Jets head coach Robert Sala doesn't know why his own team won't bench Zach Wilson. This is from the JetPress.com by Justin Freed. Um, Let's see. I want to find the exact quote. Uh, Head coach Robert Sala freezes badly when Michael Kay asks, you have Trevor Simeon in your building. Why not give him a try? Um so yeah, he's like uh, he told. Uh, I don't know. You got me. I'm gonna plead the fifth on this one. <laughs> what a crazy oh, thing to say about your starting quarterback. It's not even close to his worst game. <laughs> not even close. He's had many more terrible oh, performances. Oh god, dude, that's good shit, man. I would. Do, All right. I just do you know a Jets fan? We're Midwest boys. I don't really know any. Bears playing with their orange helmets and orange jerseys at home tomorrow night in primetime. Primetime games usually spell a vi- like a disastrous, embarrassing loss for the Bears. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun chance- for Al Michaels to go in on you all night, yeah. calling you pieces yeah, of I shit. Mean, he's going to go – they're both going to go in on both teams because both teams suck. They're going to have to try to find a way. Kirk won't. 
Kerr Curb Street won't go in on us. He'll try to salvage it. But I think that the Panthers team without Brian Burns is going to be largely toothless. And even if we start Tyson Bajant, I'm going to pick the Bears in this one. And something I want to say about Bajant, he's turned the ball over, like, I think eight times in three games, three and a half games. Uh, Six picks, two forced fumbles. He, other than that, though, which is crazy to say, other than that, he has shown me something. And to find this out of an undrafted player from a Division II college, I think he's got a little bit of something and I think that's worth keeping around and developing. And I think he's a very likable kid who has some confidence. And I think the turnovers he's making on interceptions are from a a level of confidence and understanding that he needs to rely on timing and he's finding his way knowing that the windows are going to be smaller in this league. He's got to learn by taking shots. And he even said in one of his pressers this week, I believe it was today that one of his interceptions in the way he described it was a calculated risk. And I know what's going through his head when he's doing these, he's, he's seeing a shot and he's taking it and it's not always coming out on top, but the fact that he can make these plays on the move, he can pick up yards on the ground. He can feed the ball quickly I think he's a guy worth keeping around to develop as a backup. That said, he is not the starting quarterback if Justin Fields can play. Justin Fields is the talent. He is the franchise. You've got to give him a fair chance to play out this year and show what he's capable of, even though I think this coaching staff sucks ass and I think it's doing him a disservice. Even so, like, dude, our offensive coordinator this week said, like, they asked how the play calling might change between Tyson Bajan and Justin Fields, and our offensive coordinator was like, oh, it's not really going to change. How can that be your answer? Look at the two different quarterbacks, two different skill, diametrically different skill sets. One of them gets the ball out quickly and on time. The other one holds the ball looking for the deep shot and makes plays with his legs. I don't fucking get it. It's crazy. So all that said, I don't really know who's going to start for us, but I think either way we're going to win the game. This is as close to a must win as we've had since that Packers game in week one. We have their first round pick. We can keep them in contention for the first overall pick. If we beat them, it's not going to hurt us at all to win this game in terms of draft positioning. So we have to win. I got bears. Yeah. Um, uh, I have nothing else. I don't really have too much to say about it. Um, I think that Bryce Young should be shocked and bothered and scared of this uh, Soldier Field crowd, but I think the Bears are in a pretty bad spot, man. So I'm Me gonna, too. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I understand that. It's hard to pick the Bears, dude. I want and that's to. That's why I haven't. I want that's why to I haven't on this one because the Panthers suck too. But this is just like this is going to be a gross little game. We have more talent on the field than them tomorrow night. It's wild if we don't win. That's because what I'm they saying. Don't have Brian I think Burns it's gonna. I think it's gonna be on like a, I'm putting it on a where you're at mentally as an organization, and I'm gonna give it to Carolina. Bro, if we lose, that's bad. If All you right, lose, Indianapolis. You need to fire that coach. We won't. We've never fired a coach in season ever. And yeah, I don't know. Indianapolis at New England, the second of the Frankfurt games in this one. Are you, actually, I picked first last week. You go ahead. Uh, I've got the uh, Colts on this one. I also have the Colts. I think New England sucks. All right. I do. Houston at Cincinnati. <clears throat> um, fuck, this sucks. Uh, I want to pick Houston, but I can't. Uh, Cincinnati. Give me Burt. Yeah, there's no way I could pick Houston here. I've got Cincinnati. Be a fun QB match. Sorry, there, though. I've got the burps right now. I'm just trying okay. to get through it. Walk me through. No, I'm good. I drank some water. Drink too much. All right, New Orleans at Minnesota. <laughs> Yo, I got the pastronaut Josh Dobbs. Uh, I did not coin that. Uh, <clears throat> no, the Minnesota NASA Vikings, did. the surging Minnesota Vikings. I have New Orleans, even though I hate picking them. I do. I mean, fuck. Derek yeah, Carr is going to get eaten alive. He might. He might. I'm picturing a Vikings win right now as I say it, but I wrote down the Saints, so I'm picking the Saints. Okay. They have a good defense still. Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Boo! Pittsburgh. I also have Pittsburgh at home, Boo. even though I could see that going both ways. Not me. <laughs> Tennessee. 
Tennessee at Tampa Bay. Will Levis officially the starter going forward for the Tennessee Titans. Yep, even with Tannehill healthy, that is a good little tidbit. Um, Damn. What's their records? Ooh, I don't have it. You don't have it in front front of of me. No worries. Um, I can find it. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I'm gonna give it to the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it to the Buccaneers. I also picked Tampa Bay. Um, they came back in that game before yeah, CJ Stroud took a flamethrower to him. They've had a and good year. I like Levis, though. I, this is cool. I have, cool opportunity. I, Levis didn't have a great game the second game. Just saying. He also had a pass rush in his face the whole game. San Francisco at Jacksonville. San Francisco. I also have San Francisco. Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore. Hmm, look at that. I also have Baltimore, Luke. Last week we split on seven picks. No, it was, was one of the more week. interesting weeks. It was a good week. It was a lot of me wise. rooting for teams instead well, of just casually too, watching. Though. Like, just good matchups yeah. in general. Atlanta at Arizona. And this should be Kyler starting. It doesn't matter. Atlanta's uh, quarterback is better than Kyler right now. <laughs> Taylor. Think- Taylor Heineke had a Taylor great Heineke game. He had better. a great game. He was unstoppable. I don't think he had a great game. What? How? Didn't he turn the ball over at the end? Yeah, but it doesn't mean he didn't put up, like, four touchdowns and, like, on his first start of the year and, like, come out and fucking deal. I mean, regardless, I have Atlanta, so. I have Atlanta as well. All right, Detroit at LA Chargers. I have the Lions. D-E-T. I also have the Lions. It's hard pick for me, though, because I feel like the Lions could surprise me and fuck this up. I could see that. Yeah, New York Giants. New York Giants, who just have don't have a shot in hell to win games for a while here. Tommy DeVito. At Dallas. Oh, oh Dallas. This might, They might take this off the air. I have Dallas. Washington at Seattle. Seattle. I also have Seattle. New York Jets at Las Vegas. This is ugly. Oh my god, this is so ugly. Um, at Vegas. Oh shit! I have the Jets. I got Las Vegas. At home. Antonio Pierce coaching, currently undefeated. As I don't head give coach. a fuck. They're smoking cigars after one win. They're morons. <laughs> Dude, they're about to be smoking that Zach Wilson pack come Sunday I, night. I disagree. I think Aiden O'Connell's little thin ass mustache is going to get eaten the fuck alive by Salah's defense. I want a leader of cola. I mean, he he looks like a punk. <laughs> no, I don't want a large farva. I didn't mean that, Aiden. I'm sorry, Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> I want a goddamn liter of cola. Yeah, can I get liter Den- of cola? Do we serve liter of cola here? Denver at Buffalo is the fucking primetime game Monday night. Why'd you say this for a cop? Are you going to spit in it now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> say it one Don't more time. Don't spit in that cop's <laughs> burger. Um, Dennis. Denver out. at Buffalo. Dennis. Denver at Buffalo. Oh my God, Buffalo! That boring, boring man, Josh Allen, versus yep, that boring, also, boring man, Russell Wilson. I also have Buffalo. So we split on three picks. Tomorrow night's game, the Minnesota Yuck, game. That's Monday Night Football. That's a shitty matchup. I. That's why. That's why. Oh I said it like that. God! Wait, does that mean the Jets are in prime time again? Yep. This is a hell. They are the primetime Sunday night game, and Denver is in primetime on Monday. I'm so happy I'm on vacation for this because these are bad. Um, Humble brag. No, I'm going. My mom's turning a number that I don't Luke's know, like. I'm gosh, going. I am gonna just cry into my 1,000 thread count Egyptian cotton sheets. Nah. No, I'm Goodness broke. I, I'm broke because I go to Disney too much. But I'm going to Florida. To going to Orlando for that tomorrow night. I fly overnight. Um, so we're going Yuck. to Orlando. It's gonna be terrible. Orlando. Well, make sure you for play your connected birthday. franchise game. I'm gonna do it on my phone, and then after that. I get to go to Miami for work for a couple of days, which is kind of exciting. So that works out perfectly. What are you doing mm-hmm. in Miami? What's uh, your itinerary? We're doing a. I mean, it's it's really only one thing. 
we're doing a, a cruise, a Jay and Silent Bob cruise in February. And so me and my coworker are going out to Miami to meet with one of the folks and check out one of the ships. Whoa! Uh, yeah. And I could have gone on a cruise for free to really check it out, but um, I couldn't make the dates work with the other stuff I was doing. So I was like, all right, I guess I guess I'll go from vacation and hop on down to Miami. But all that um, all that time, I think I, so. I wanted to go to Miami. Uh, uh, versus the Raiders, um, uh, but that would have been cool. Couldn't make it happen. Well, not my, not versus other the Raiders. Than that. Who is my, Miami has a bye week uh, this week. It was ne- oh, yeah, no, no, you're right. The following week, it's next Sunday, so it would be the the Raiders at the Dolphins. I wanted to go, couldn't swing it, but I'm gonna do a lot of fun stuff over there. Couldn't swing it like Spider Man Two. I've never also been to Miami on PS Five. Have you been to Miami? Nope. Everybody sings his praises. I've never been. Only Orlando for NFL Mayo. Luke's got a fucking gigantic gallon jug of Diet Coke right now. Don't let him lie to you. I've been Aiden. I've been Luke. Did you hear that pause he just did right there? I said I've I've been Aiden, and then he paused. It was not nearly as long as yours. Not nearly. And then this fucker has the gall to like start this conversation. It's always on Luke's time. It's always on Aiden's time. It's always Aiden's fault. It's always Luke and Aiden's time. I I did say that. Yeah. That's funny. That's really funny. (laughs) All right, I'm getting out of here. I'll fuck it out, dude.